Welcome everybody to the Seed Time Money Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Lonnick. Hey. Who are you? <laughs> I'm your co-host, Linda Co-host. So we just finished up uh, week one of our True Financial Freedom class that we're doing for um, Fairhaven Church. Yeah. We're doing uh, it live for them. Doing obviously. it live for Fairhaven Church yep. in uh, just outside of Dayton, Ohio. And it was so fun. We're having a blast. Mm-hmm. And because uh, we don't always get to do this live. And so we really enjoy doing it live. So, yeah, if you ever want us to do it live for your church, um, reach out. Just go over to seedtime.com slash churches. Yeah. And we'd love to chat. Fun. Explore what that might look like. It's but fun when we get to see people's reactions. I don't feel like sometimes we don't. Yeah, we don't always get to see people's reactions. So, yeah, because a lot of people. A lot of fun. Well, yeah, and a lot of people just go watch the on demand course on the site, and that's right. fine too. But that's great. No, that's. But it's nice when we can be there yeah. in flesh, <laughs> in human form. In, well, in over Zoom, I guess form. not over. Yeah, anyway, Hologram you get the point. Form. Over Zoom form, but uh, anyway. Yes. Yeah. So today. We're talking about, this is just going to be a little bit of a short devotional, but I read out of my, honestly, my favorite devotional, Streams in the Desert. I just, I've been reading this devotional for years and really, Hello. really like it. He's got a little picture. And I got a little bookmark Dear from my... dad, thank you for, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what that is either. Love Val. I got Love Val. <laughs> she was not putting spaces in when um, <laughs> she made that bookmark. And so, she spells thank you, C-H-A-C. That's thank. Anyway, so it's a bookmark. But there is a devotion in this devotional that uh, I just loved. And I thought just really stirred my faith a lot. And so I want to share it with you. I'm going to read it with you. It's not that long, but it's just a really powerful story. So um, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to hear it. Okay, so it says, A number of years ago, I went to America with the steamship captain, who was a very devoted Christian. And he said, The last time I sailed here, which was five weeks ago, something happened that revolutionized my entire Christian life. Whoa. It's quite okay. a statement. This is a big statement. He said, I had been on the bridge for 24 straight hours. So the bridge, is my understanding, is that's like the control room of a ship. Mm. So he's the captain, and he'd been on his feet. Wow. Um, you know, captaining this ship for 24 hours straight. Okay. And so he's been doing this for 24 hours straight when George Mueller of Bristol, England, who was a passenger on board, came to me and said, Captain, I need to tell you that I must be in Quebec on Saturday afternoon. That's impossible, I replied. Very well, Mueller responded. If your ship cannot take me, God will find some other way, for I have never missed an engagement in 57 years. Let's go down to the chart room to pray. I looked at this man of God and thought to myself, what lunatic asylum did he escape from? <laughs> I had never encountered someone like this. Mr. Mueller, I said, do you realize how dense the fog is? No, he replied. My eye is not on the dense fog, but on the living God who controls every circumstance of my life. That's really powerful. He then knelt down and prayed one of the most simple prayers I've ever heard. When he had finished, I started to pray, but he put his hand on my shoulder and told me not to pray. He said, first, you do not believe that God will answer. And second, I believe that he has. Consequently, there's no need whatsoever for you to pray about it. As I looked at him, he said, Captain, I have known my Lord for 57 years, and there has never been even a single day that I have failed to get an audience with the king. Get up, Captain, open the door, and you will see that the fog is gone. Whoa. I got up, and indeed the fog was gone. And on Saturday afternoon, George Mueller was in Quebec for his meeting. Wow. 
And Coach Mueller, we just read a story of him to our kids. And Bob, I mean, started to break down and cry in the middle of it because this guy has had faith that God would actually do the things that he asked him to do. And it really is pretty inspiring. Yeah, he's he's a really interesting guy. But yeah, I, I just get challenged because, you know, uh, like most of us, I, I it's easy for me to get my eyes on circumstances. And, uh, and when I see people like this who have such... Uh, I think, I, I believe to be at a developed ability to keep their eyes focused on Jesus mm-hmm. in the midst of crazy circumstances. I don't, I don't tend to believe that people are born that way. I think that comes through yeah. a life of uh, just getting closer and closer to Jesus. Well, it honestly really reminds me of Jesus in the storm. Yeah. And I think because it happened to Jesus where he, you know, he's asleep in the boat and he gets up and they're like, don't, can't you, don't you care that we're dying? Yeah. And he says, you know, oh, you have little faith. And he rebukes the wind and the waves. And I, I mean, I've heard several sermons on before he gets in the boat, he says, let us go to the other side. Yeah. And so this is reminding me of that as George said, I'm going to go to the speaking engagement, gets in the boat, things don't go as planned. But he said, it, w- it was almost him saying, the Lord has asked me to go do this, and so I will be there. Yeah. And he will get me there. doesn't matter how he gets me there, but he will get me there one way or another. And he had the audacity to believe as Jesus did. And I think so often, at least I have. I'll speak for myself. I have said, well, of course, Jesus commands the, you know, the weather because he created the weather. Like, this yeah. is Jesus we're talking about. But this is kind of precedent for us to actually act like Jesus, which is what we're trying to do anyway. Yeah, and this is... Uh, but to believe that God would actually do something, it, the, you know, to, to move us on our, along on our calling. I mean, I think that's, that's what his faith was, is he just was yeah. like, God asked me to do this, so he's going to make it happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, it... it, it... One of the most fascinating verses in the Bible to me is, and I don't know what specific verse it is, but where Jesus said that we would do even greater works than him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? What? Why? What? How? What? You know, and uh, and again, like, I don't know that this is a greater work or not. It doesn't really matter. But the point is that uh, there's so much available for us when we actually have that level of faith and trust in God mm-hmm. that he's going to do what he said he's going to do or yeah. what he's appointed us to do. And I, and I, I really love this. I, <laughs> I don't know if he was laughing when he said this, but this, this line of, well, if your ship cannot take me, God will find some other way. Like while he's on the middle of the ship in the ocean. Right. Like you know where else I mean? are you going to go? And this is what, I don't a hundred years ago or something like, <laughs> and that guy's like, is he thinking a helicopter is going to come and. Well, yeah, land on the ship and take him, you know, lunatic asylum did he escape from? And that's the thing. It's like, it's hilarious faith. It's, it's so absurd because you can't help but laugh. It's not based on the world's way of doing things, though. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember where it was that we talked about this. Maybe it was just when we were talking to Barry Even Church the other night, but I'm reading this book called The Knowledge of the Holy, and it's Mm -hmm. a very meaty book. Like, 
I can only really read. Book? Yeah, it's a Tozer book. Yeah. I can really only read a chapter of it at a time, but one of the pastors at our church who I really respect said that this was a good book. I heard through the grapevine that he recommended this book. And so, you know, I, I've been reading it, but one of the things that struck me in there is that humans, everything that humans create is based off of something in the world that God created. Mm-hmm. And so we can't really think outside the realm of what God has created. Yeah. That's, That's as far as our creativity can go. But his creativity is not limited by that. Like it goes so far beyond it yeah. that we don't, we don't even have comprehension for what else is outside of the world that we know. And that reality, I'm, I'm, it's like I'm, it's swirling in my spirit, try, just building my faith of what if the things that I could think of, the ideas that I could think of are just never going to be good enough compared to what God can think of and how he can solve the problem and, you know, yeah, how he can get us out of this situation and how he can make the connections that need to be made. And, you know, I, every single situation. And that's why prayer is so important because by default, every single day, you know, we all have hundreds of problems that we're solving mm-hmm. and 99.9% of them, I think most of us are just defaulting to our brains and our ability to solve those problems. Yeah. And even if we do get a solution, it very well might not be nearly as good as what God could do if we would just ask. Right. So anyway. Yes, because it is very often that I will have a problem in front of me and think it's either A or B. Like these are my only two options. This is the only way to solve this problem. And you, I mean, you've very gently been like, there's so many more options, Linda. You just don't know what they are yet. But even beyond what we could think of brainstorm or even the smartest person in the world what they could brainstorm is still just a tiny drop in the bucket to the ideas that god has yeah and i just find that like really comforting to just can we just let go enough to let him solve these problems for us yeah can we let go enough to trust that he is better than we are yeah and i hate to admit it but so often that so often the answer to that for me is no, I can't let go enough, but I'm learning yeah. to. I'm, I've learned, I really am learning We're and trying to. Yes. We're on our journey. So anyway, that's your uh, encouragement for the day. Yep. Uh, a little stirring of your faith, stirring the pot and uh, give you that example that has, again, like I've, I just loved it. And so again, this is out of streams in the desert devotional. This is August 18th or something. I think the mm. day was on it. Yeah. 17th you want to read that but lots of other great stuff in here i definitely recommend this devotional it's really old i think it's been out a long time but anyway uh hopefully that stirs your faith like it did ours and mm-hmm. um yeah god is able and so next time you are facing that giant um yeah tell the giant how big your god is instead yeah. of continually telling god how big your giant is you know so yeah. we'll leave you with that thought and we'll see you next time Take care. All right. We want to know if you've heard about our flagship class called True Financial Freedom. Yeah. And if you haven't, it's more than just a money class. Mm -hmm. It's really about fulfilling your God-given purpose, breaking free from hidden money beliefs and making a lasting impact. Yeah. And we've gotten feedback from students and they've said things like, it is the first class I've taken where at the end of each session, I felt equipped and not burdened. Yeah. And it's less theory and more realistic action steps and guidance. 
We've also heard it felt like a conversation with friends, which is awesome. Yeah, and it encouraged me in ways I didn't think I would ever experience. This class is on demand, and it's designed for churches and small groups as well as individuals. And you can get all the details at seedtime.com slash TFF.